0: Hey, yo, what up, nipple suckers, and welcome to a very special Monday edition of P-Town Fantasy Football Weekend Update. I've never called it that before because I've usually called it the Sunday Night Football Show or whatever the fuck we call it, but we're here on a Monday. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays to everybody. Um, What we're going to be doing today, we're going to be taking a look at the Constellation games that have had some absolute barn burners, and we're going to talk playoffs. Yeah, we're going to talk about the yoffs. We're going to get into it. So... You ready for an awesome little 15-minute show on the back end, boys? Let's go. Hey, what's up, dudes? I know it's been, uh, I think, like a couple weeks, maybe like two since I've been on the show, but... You know celebrated Christmas with the fam and rye yesterday and I just got back home this afternoon and I'm like you know what we need to talk ball we need you talk some ball so here we are you got your hostess with the mostest two and on coming in here and we are going to be going over just the constellation games and the yoffs because a lot of interesting developments here. Um, I can speak particularly for my team about my injury issues that I've had. So we'll dive into those when we get to the, uh, on versus buttonwood matchup. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to keep this one relatively short. You know, I like to keep the Sunday night football shows, uh, relatively around 20 minutes or so. So that's going to be the goal. All right. So we're going to jump into the constellation matchup and we're going to go with the higher seeds first which we have a six versus seven in the consolation bracket. And that is Blay against the IRAs with Marquise. Now, this one essentially looks like it's already done. It is done. GG's, Blay. You had an awesome season. I mean, the fact that you made a playoff push this late and you're going to wind up finishing uh, eight and eight on the year. um, Really true testament to you. My guy, as a as a game manager, as a player manager, and everything that's fucked with fantasy football. So, awesome job, great season. So, right now, this game is at one forty one ninety six for Fuddruckers v five, and then the IRAs with one forty eight eighty. So, this game's already done. Uh, Ruckers is taking the L here, finishing in sixth, I believe with that 14196 no time left on the clock. IRA's still have 60 minutes left to play. So that puts Blay right now before this result goes final at an 8 and 7 record and um Marquise is at a 7 and 8 record. So let's take a look at some of the top performers for for Blay. Uh Patrick Mahomes putting up a 23 spot exactly what he was projected. You know, KC took a dub over the um the Seahawks 24-10. So Mahomes just doing Mahomes things. I'm not necessarily shocked about this one at all. Dalvin Cook a little bit underperformed for you. We had a 10.7 when he was supposed to get 13.26. Those little extra points really could have added up and helped you out here, you know. But um, in terms of other running backs, we had Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard on Dallas with 14. And then we had Amari Cooper with uh, 13 points right where he was supposed to be. So, so far... Everybody's been kind of meeting the projections except for Dalvin Cook, but your savior that really got you close to potentially winning this matchup was T Higgins of the Bengals. T Higgins had 26.8 points and then also James Connor with uh, 25 Mark Andrews again underperforming with only 7.5. The tight ends have been so wishy-washy this year, like particularly on my team. Gerald Everett, I've started him every single time, but then when I try to play Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox doesn't do anything, but when Dawson Knox is on my bench, the dude goes off. It's it's completely ridiculous. But um, James Conner, 25, Mark Andrews, 7.5. He was projected to get 12. And then the kickers, we have Harrison Butker of the Chiefs with seven. And then Pat's defense putting up a 14 spot against the Bengals. Um, how did they... Number one ranked defense right now in fantasy. They had two sacks, two interceptions, and one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and a defensive tutty as well, getting them that 14 spot. Uh, Jacoby Myers getting 20 on your bench. That definitely hurts you. But other than that, I mean, everybody pretty much did exactly what they were supposed to do. Uh, DJ Chark, I mean, 14 compared to nine. So you played who you had to play. Just unfortunately, the numbers didn't really fall your way. That was the best lineup you probably could have put out there. So great season, man. You gave me a run for my money when I was sitting there in fourth. I was shit in my pants. So awesome job this season play. Then moving on to the IRAs. Um, only one guy left playing tonight and Monday night. So let's take a look at his stats. Uh, Gino underperformed. He was projected to get 18.8 and it came in at 12.2 uh Christian McCaffrey really underwhelming performance here number 3 ranked running back 13.8 points were scored and he was projected to get 21 uh he had a rushing touchdown 46 rush yards two receiving targets for two yard or 12 yards excuse me so really unlike him but at the end of the day you know you had Saquads that came in here and saved you with uh, the 27 spot when he was only projected to get 15.2 I had to take a sip of my beer. I'm egregiously hungover today, guys. Last night was last night was something. The way our family does Christmas, for those of you who have come to a Finland Christmas, we do the immediate family for dinner, then the extended family comes for dessert, and then the neighborhood comes over after, and we just start slamming drinks, and we party until like 2 a.m., so it's been a rough day for Riley and I, to say the least, but we're here, and we're rocking and rolling, so Saquad's putting up a twenty-seven spot. Keenan Allen's uh, left to play tonight. CD Lamb putting up 34. Absolutely insane. That game, I was watching that game on Saturday. And uh that one, you know, my birds really disappointed. I probably should have picked up Gardner Minshew, but hey, at the end of the day, you didn't have Jalen Hurts, and that's probably the better performance you could have put up. But Cowboys really want really decided to show up because that game meant a lot for them. Realistically, Philly, I think they just need to win this week. And then they still clinched a top seed in in the NFC. So, you know, fly Eagles, fly baby. But um, C.D. Lamb had 10 receptions, 120 yards, and two receiving tutties. Just absolutely nuts putting up that 34 spot. Uh, George Kittle with a 30 banger. I wouldn't expect anything less from him. This guy just goes off all the time. Eight targets, six receptions, 120 yards, two receiving tutties. Absolutely stellar day um then deandre swift really underperformed here three 3.5 points uh brett mayer putting up 18 over his projected seven and then eagles defense with a 10 spot so coming in even as compared to a 6.7 projection for them so you're winning this matchup no no real reason to check the bench for you but it looks like there's a couple players that were really kind of Standouts here, like Foreman and then Samuel. So overall, the IRAs are gonna wind up taking this one 148.80 to 141.96. So great job. Um, Marquise, awesome season blay really giving everybody in the league a run for their money. When we had multiple podcasts that said that we should fear FUD Ruckers, if you remember that one. So congratulations to both of you guys. I know y'all ain't in the offs, but um, great seasons overall, and making the uh, consolation matchup. So, next consolation game we have here. This one also is pretty much a done deal as of right now. So we have Rugs Driving School against No Flockin. So another brothers matchup over here. Um, Rugs Driving School taking this one one eighteen sixty six to No one o three. So right now that's a five versus eight matchup. And uh, that that puts uh, right now his records eight and seven for rugs driving school. And then Tyler is a nice six and nine on the season. So a little embarrassing for Kamish, if I do say so myself, but. um, Little Dill still has one guy left to play and that's Austin Eckler. So the projections are supposed to be one thirty eight seventy eight to that one oh three point four, but let's take a look into some of the players here. So we'll start with uh, rugs driving school because that's on the left for me. Kirk Cousins with a 24 spot. Um, Great day for the Vikings. That win with the 60-yard kick to win it all, just absolutely insane. Um, Austin Eckler playing tonight. Then you have Bam Knight, who uh, put up a two-spot, projected 11. Uh, DK Metcalf putting up 15.1. Jamar Chase with 13.9. TJ Hawkinson with a 35-spot for the Vikes. Number two tight end in the league. This guy had 16 targets, 13 receptions, 109 yards, and two reception, two receiving titties. Just absolutely, absolutely nuts. Uh Chris Godwin with 14, right where he was supposed to be. It was a 14.3 to 14.9. Tyler Bass, stinky with three, and Bill's defense breaking even with. 10 you're winning this matchup so i won't go too deep into your roster on your bench but everybody was essentially right where they had to be you played the perfect lineup to go in it and win this matchup today so congratulations nice dub nice dub uh going over to tyler at six and nine we had tua with an absolute disgusting performance yesterday now that i'm recording this at like 6 30 on monday um we found out that tua did have a concussion the entire second half, so the NFL continues to fumble the bag when it comes to our quarterback. You know, Uno over here, but it's all good. Under-projected with him, 10.4 compared to his 17.23. Uh, David Montgomery with a 10 spot, 10.4 compared to 13.34. Uh, Kenny Walker with 12.5 under-projected of that 13.06. Stefan Diggs with a really, really weird performance. Uh, he only put up 4.6 and he was projected 17. I don't know if he was injured. I wasn't necessarily paying attention to that game all that much, but two receptions for 26 yards. That's it. He had two targets, 26 yards. So that's unfortunate. You really could have put up a, a fight here, Lur if you would have had Stefan Diggs kind of meet that projection here. Then you had Darius Slayton with 11.9, Evan Ingram with 18. Um, Rashad white with a 15 spot over his projected 12 suck up with 15 amazing stats for a kicker. And then Cardinals D essentially doing exactly what the projection was supposed to be five points out of the game last night. And they're projected to get 5.6. So playoff Lenny, he's called playoff Lenny for a reason. And you sat his ass 25.2 on your bench. Devin Singletary as well. 20.5 on your bench. Um, gallop with a 13 spot i don't really know what else to tell you with that one man that's just heartbreaking that you had all those all those slots you know sitting on your bench like that so great season to both you guys too uh congrats to little dill i know that you were chopping it up in the chat about how you should have made the offs compared to two and on but expect us motherfucker we're gonna potentially be leading an upset tonight so Great job to both you guys, both Blay and Lil Dill, give me a heart attack going into the last couple of weeks of the season here. So congratulations to both y'all. So that wraps up the Constellation games. That wraps up the Constellation games. So now we're going to go ahead and dive into the semifinal, and we'll start with the um, the higher seated matchup. So that's myself and Riley. So two and on, expect us against Buttonwood Kayakers. I have been on pins and needles the entire weekend since this matchup started just because I conceded and you guys saw in the chat. I conceded this matchup very early on because Jalen Hurts got hurt and then also Jonathan Taylor also taking an L and getting hurt. So that puts me down to my top players and I had to kind of go get a ragtag group of people over here to make some type of roster work, you know. So this is a close one right now. Um, I have one player left tonight and that's Gerald Everett. Riley's done. So currently Riley is winning 101.1 to my 96. It's not projected to end this way though. The projections are saying that I should take this matchup 10587 to Buttonwood's 101.1, but that has yet to be seen because I have had Gerald Everett take some absolute dog shits when I needed him to perform because Dawson Knox somehow went off on my bench. So Let's go ahead and dive right into it. So I'll start with with Ry since he completed his uh his matchups for the week. So Joe Burrow, Joe Cool with a twenty three spot. I I expected that out of him. That's not shocking at all. Then we had Ezekiel Elliott with thirteen points. That was fun watching that game with him on Saturday. Considering I had Smitty and he had Zeke, so really great job with Zeke there. Um, I think Aaron Jones got hurt. I'm not totally sure. Let me click on his card real quick because he only had. Five point four to his projected sixteen point two. Did he get hurt? Uh, his ankle was rolled up on his first carry of the second half, but remained available for the Packers' offense. So yeah, he, he he was limited. Truthfully, I wasn't really watching the Dolphins game from start to finish because we had family over, so I was kind of in and out. Didn't matter. It was a shit game anyway. But really underperformed there. Five point four to sixteen point uh sixteen point six for for him. Zay Jones, this is a bad one for you, man, and I'm sorry because I know we've been giving you shit that you need to start Zay Jones. Just two points, 2.1 for his projected 13. You could have blown me out of the water if Zay Jones would have really kind of popped off. And same thing with Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson put up a stinky that five spot when he was projected to get 14, you know? So if those two guys would have met their projections, I would have been dead to rights, which I was expecting 100%. You know, Travis Kelsey doing Travis Kelsey thing, 17, projected 17.35, right where he was supposed to be. Scary Terry with a 17 spot, projected 14.3. Um, Justin Tucker with a nine spot and then Bucks D last night with with eight. So on the bench, um, Pickens had a 16 slot. Really, thankfully, he didn't play Pickens. You stole Aaron Rodgers from me because I was actually thinking about picking up Aaron Rodgers. Didn't meet his projections, but he got more than who I actually picked up. So I would potentially be even closer to winning this matchup if I would have had Aaron Rodgers and T-Law on your bench as well with 18 compared to his 16. So uh, that puts Buttonwood at 101.8. He is done. No more players for this matchup here. I'm currently sitting at 96.5, and I have one player left tonight. So I had to pick up Derek Carr in the absence of uh, Jalen Hurts. So I should have known better the raiders are a stinky team. I should have at least tried to pick up Aaron Rodgers or Daniel Jones. I did not, and that's on me. So Derek Carr put up a six a six spot really underperforming with his uh 16.58 that he was supposed to get and he didn't. So whatever. Um Nick Chubb really kind of came through at the end there with 11. That's a that's a solid performance from him. You know, like I'm fine with that considering uh Jonathan Taylor is not there right now. Najee Harris doing what Najee does, just consistently consistent in the teens 15 spot. Tyreek underperformed a little bit. 14.3 for his projected 20.3. He missed a tutty by like a yard, which I was really upset about, but all good in the hood because Devonte Smith, I was on the fence about starting him this week, but Devonte Smith with a 31 banger compared to his projected 11. So Smitty, is saving me. He had a two touchdown performance, I think, on Saturday. Yeah. 12 targets, eight receptions, 113 receiving yards, and two receiving touchdowns. It's funny. um First half, I was talking to Ry about the game, and I'm like, dude, I'm so fucked because he's not doing anything. Like, Minshew isn't even looking at him. So halftime comes around, and then I look at the TV, and I'm like, all right, Smitty, you're good for at least two tutties. And this is before the second half even started and then what do you know he gets two tutties so like i spoke it into existence essentially so 31.3 for my dog smitty gerald everett still to play tonight he's projected to get 9.3 and that would put me over the top here if he meets those projections or more uh raheem Mostert in my flex with 4.9 compared to his projected 12 overall stinky performance from the dolphins yesterday uh bagley i expected more out of him you know five points compared to seven and chiefs d going a little bit above and beyond of what the projections were supposed to be with eight points evening out against the bucks for, for Rye. So good stuff there. Biggest regret that I have on my bench is, Oh, well then again, I don't, I don't know, but right now it's, it's hurting me with Dawson Knox having a, a 12 spot on the bench when he was projected to get 8.8. So that's the wrap up for one versus four buttonwood kayakers and tune on expect us. We're coming. So, Really fun stuff there. Both these games in the playoff bracket have been low scoring, but really coming down to the wire here. Um, Joey against against RJ. So Senior L Hefferson against Broward County Beefcakes. Uh, great job to both you guys so far this se- like this season. It was awesome performance, uh, Joe. You had some of the highest scoring games in the league. I think you had two of them. So Joe finishes the season at nine and six. And then Brown County Beefcakes also finish at nine and six. This is a two versus three matchup. So the Beefcakes take this one 104.58 to uh, Senior Oil Hefferson's 94.56. So the winner of my matchup goes on to play RJ, which would be a real barn burner. So both these guys under projected for what they were supposed to get. Uh, Joe was projected to get 123.53, and RJ was supposed to get 123.69. So that was a really evenly matched game right there. Even so, 10 point difference at the end of everything so let's start with senior L heverson justin fields really not meeting his projections A real stinky from him a 9.8 compared to what he was supposed to get was at 19.5 19.15 uh, alvin kamara with a 19 spot Ramondre stevenson again 3.3 didn't light it up at all aj brown was actually hurt for a little bit on sunday he came out um, or Saturday, I should say, excuse me, with a 16.3. But Senior Earl Jefferson's namesake, Justin Jefferson, with a 31 banger. Uh, David Njoku with 3.4. D-Hop with 1.4. Graham Gano with 14 And the Broncos defense, man. God, Broncos country, let's ride. Negative four points on defense. That game was just absolutely awful. And their coach got fired because of it. So on your bench you had a 34 spot from Cam Akers, absolutely nuts. 20 spot from from more I mean, but who would have seen that coming? You know, so again, you put out the best lineup you could have Great season to you overall, dude. Absolutely awesome season. Uh Josh Allen on the other side for RJ. Josh Allen doing Josh Allen things, 22 points. That's really consistent for him. Joe Mixon with 17, uh Travis Etienne with 14. Devontae Adams with a real stinky 3.5. Amon Ross St. Brown with 14.6. Pat Fryermuth, one of the best tight ends in the league. I think he's ranked number six. He is ranked number six. Uh, 13.6 compared to that 8.66 projection he was supposed to get. So that trade worked out really well in favor for uh, for beefcakes. Um, then you had J.K. Dobbins with 5.9, underperforming his projected 11.98 and then kicker Daniel Carlson on the Raiders with five points and the 49ers defense meeting that projection essentially with a seven spot. So great job taking it. I won't go on your bench because you did wind up winning this matchup. So that puts you, sir, in the championship game next week against myself or Buttonwood Kayakers. So, boys, that wraps up the Monday preview, Monday weekend recap-ish type thing before we do the real deal tomorrow night or wednesday so pleasure to hop on the sticks with you guys um i'm excited to see how my game winds up but overall uh, if we don't do another one tuesday or or wednesday before the next week starts um great season to everybody it's been a hell of a lot of fun uh and i'll jump back on to do a recap before the championship game all righty peace